0: Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, dot com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Welcome to the show, everybody out there. Hey, don't forget to hit that uh, thumbs up. Don't forget to hit that Um, share button. Make sure that you jump right on in and from the get go and help us out because the analog, the algorithms, the AIs are always trying to buffer us out. (laughs) So, your sharing, your liking helps us a lot. And remember, when you go ahead and uh subscribe, ring the bell when you're on Facebook. You have to subscribe, follow to get notifications, set all the notification things, and then you will be getting us. Otherwise, you might be missing the opportunity to get notifications. That's the big thing. So I just want to say welcome to everybody. We are back live today. It's good to see everybody in the chat room. Richard is here uh from uh Hutchinson, Kansas, lots of great things happening uh Gabriel, thank you for joining us today Dodge City, Michigan in the house, Arkansas uh you know, I got a really big blessing the other day. uh that was just actually today. A lady from Taiwan sent me a message over Facebook saying... Thank you so much, Chrisanne, for the blessings that you give us here in Taiwan. Max says, hello from the UK. So we are global. Uh, what a blessing that is. And why would we be surprised? Liberty is universal. It is not tied to a geography. It is not tied to a people. It is not tied to any Uh, socioeconomic background. Liberty is a gift from God to all. So when our founders said, we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal and endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights, guess what? They really meant all people. I know that that triggers some people out there. That triggers some people out there into the whole, well, it says all men, it must exclude women. Sorry, guys, that's not how this works. Uh, that is short. And oh, I just said guys, didn't I? <laughs> no, yes, yes, we're waiting for JC to fill this seat. I, I do know there's an empty seat next to me, guys. We are waiting for JC to fill that seat. He he is on his way, so I'm not going to move his seat out of the way just yet. So when he gets in, make sure you give him a, a big wave hello there in the chat room. He is coming. But, oh, Dragon's Talon, thank you so much for the Grant Super Chat. Starting off the Super Chat uh, challenge early today. How awesome is that? Thank you so much, Dragon's Talon, for the grant. Super chat. Liberty is a gift from God. It is for everyone. You know what, guys? I think Kansas has got the majority in the chat room today. We must be flooding the Kansas airwaves. <laughs> Just so you know, coming up this week is Liberty Tour 2021. Going to be in uh, Florida. I'm going to go ahead and and put up Sonny's great post. Sonny makes all of these really amazing posts for me these days, just so you can see them. So here is the information for this Thursday in Ponte Verde Beach, Florida. Where do we go from here? Thursday, April 8th from 6 to 8 p.m. So, Cal, Yeah, you guys are awesome there, too. Thank you so much. So if you are in Florida, if you know someone in Florida, if you are on social media, you're probably connected to someone in Florida. Go ahead and share that so that we can get people to uh, Ponte Verde and we can get people liberty trained. So, uh, hey, guys. Today is my baby's birthday. <laughs> my little boy is now um, 15 years old. I can't believe it. 15. Uh, I don't know if you remember. He was only three and a half when we started off on this mission. And uh, man, I tell you, where does the time go? You can't hardly keep up with any of this, but just on the air, just wanting to say hello uh, and happy birthday to my little boy. (laughs) Happy birthday, baby boy. Yep. Baby boy is no, he was not nine yesterday, (laughs) but it sure feels like it. Thank you, Richard. So today in the news, this is the headline from the Uh, Justice Clarence Thomas takes aim at tech and its power to cut off speech. What's interesting in this particular article by NPR is the presentation of the information makes it seem as if Clarence Thomas was the guy who made the decision. Clarence Thomas is not the guy who made the decision. The entire court made the decision to refuse to deny the case where uh, Donald Trump was being sued for for, uh, blocking a Columbia University group from his Twitter account. Now, they blocked it because the court said that it was moot, And I'm reading now from the decision, uh, because of the change in presidential administration, the court correctly vacates the Second Circuit's decision because it is moot. They're dismissing the case as moot because Trump is not president anymore. Now, this should really indicate to us the jurisdictional restrictions on the Supreme Court, number one. This whole idea that that Supreme Court opinions are the law of the land would mean that they would not be precluded from taking this case because Donald Trump is no longer president. But it is as I have been trying to teach for 11 years, the court's reach is only. To those people in the courtroom and because the lawsuit came against Donald Trump as president of the United States, it had to be against Donald Trump as president of the United States. It couldn't have been Donald Trump a private citizen because private citizens can block people. So this is the limited jurisdiction of the Supreme Court. And because Donald Trump is not president anymore, the case cannot be taken. If they were the drafters of the law of the land, then guess what? They could take the case anyway and create law, but they're not. So it's just these these little mile markers, I like to call them, these little markers of indication to show us what exactly is going on? What exactly is not going on? The truth is actually in the information. If you watch this, like people say that the the uh, courts issued a ruling. Um, no, the courts don't issue rulings. Go to the Supreme Court website. They'll tell you they are opinions, not rulings. So it's about looking at the details So the Supreme Court has dismissed this case as being moot. And I wanna read to you a little bit from this case to show you what this is all about. And this case really has a amazing discussion that's happening here. I mean, Thomas is bringing to the Supreme Court a discussion that JC and I have had here on the air that people are talking about and the way he outlines what's happening, what could be happening, what are the possible future vision of this issue? I I think it's probably one of the best written cases that I've seen of Thomas. And it's, (laughs) what's interesting. It's not even an opinion to to, you know, he's, it's simply a concurrence. So he's not actually setting anything in stone. He's more, you know, he's doing Jesse's more like musing. He's like, I, I think he's like, I wish we could have had this conversation. I'm sorry that we're dismissing this case, but since we're dismissing this case, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna muse about it anyway, you know? And so The Second Circuit held that the comment threads on Donald Trump's Twitter page were public forum and that the then President Trump violated the First Amendment by using his control of the Twitter account to block this uh, Columbia University group, which I thought was rather ironic to begin with. But anyway, uh, so. What we have is a situation where there's a distinction now between public and private. Trump's account, Thomas says, resembles a constitutionally protected forum, but it seems rather odd to say something is a government forum when a private company has unrestricted authority to do away with it. The disparity between Twitter's control and Mr. Trump's is Stark, to say the least. Trump blocked several people from interacting with his messages. Twitter barred Mr. Trump not only from interacting with a few users, but removed him from the entire platform, thus barring all Twitter users from interacting with his message. Now, what's interesting is that Twitter has subsequently permanently banned Donald Trump, even as a private citizen, they say, because there is too much risk of further incitement of violence. (laughs) Donald Trump was never found to have incited violence to begin with. How can they claim that he's going to further incite violence when he never incited violence by the very, I mean, that's that's a term of art. That's actually a crime. So he never did it in the first place. So how could he further do it?
1: Well, because they're a private company and it's their platform and they can do whatever they want and no consequences.
0: Twitter says they can, under their terms of service, they can remove any person from the platform, including the president of the United States, at, quote, at any time uh, for any or no reason, unquote signed Twitter incorporated user agreement effective June 18th, 2020. And so what we have now is a discussion between public and private. Twitter, a private company, Donald Trump, a public official. And that's what makes this discussion uh, so relevant today because it's breaking new ground, We've not had this kind of situation. You know, if, if politicians had had control over, well, let me put it this way. If politicians had had and presidents had such obvious platforms on newspapers, do you think we would have had this conversation already? Uh, because, I mean, this yeah, is basically probably. what this is, right? We've we've the, the politicians, the administrations have been able to hide their influence over media. So we've never had this conversation mm-hmm. about a media platform, but because Twitter, Facebook, YouTube is unable to hide their blocking of Donald Trump. We are now having this conversation. Um, So Thomas goes on to say this is not the first or only case to raise issues about digital platforms. While this case involves a suit against a public official, the court properly rejects today a separate petition alleging that digital platforms, not individuals on those platforms, violated public accommodation laws. And uh, the First Amendment and un- antitrust laws, he says. The petition highlight two important facts. Today's digital platform provide avenues for historically unprecedented amounts of speech, including speech by government actors. Also unprecedented, however, is the concentrated control of so much speech in the hands of a few private parties. We will soon have no choice but to address how our legal doctrines apply to highly concentrated, privately owned information infrastructure, such as digital platforms. And he's going to go on. He's going to liken this to actually uh, a utility like electricity or your phones. But he also says something back here that I wish that he had put closer to this paragraph. He says, it changes nothing that these, that these platforms are not the sole means for distributing speech or information. A person always could avoid the toll bridge or train and instead swim the Charles River or hike the Oregon Trail. But assessing whether a company exercises substantial market power What matters is whether the alternatives are comparable. For many of today's digital platforms, nothing is. He says, when a platform's unilateral control is reduced, a government official's account begins to better resemble a, quote, government-controlled space. And that's a very important distinction because The First Amendment, again, protects us from government actors, right? You don't have a a protection of First Amendment in our house, in our business. And so the argument is that Twitter is a private company, so they have the authority to say what message they give or not. And Thomas says this. On the surface, some aspects of Mr. Trump's Twitter account resembles a public platform. A designated public forum is quote property that the state has opened for the express activity by part or all of the public. Yet the Second Circuit's conclusion that Mr. Trump's Twitter account was a public forum is in tension with, among other things, our frequent description of public forums as government controlled space. Because and this is the distinction this is the I don't, this is a distinction, because Twitter blocked Trump, who is a political figure. Mm-hmm. It's not government controlled. Because Of the great control and and authority, the greater control and authority that Twitter exercised over Trump than Trump over the people who are actually being blocked by Trump, then the argument is the private outweighs the public. It can't be a public forum because it's not government-controlled space. Okay. So... Because unbridled control of the account resides in the hands of a private party, First Amendment doctrine, he says, may not have applied to respondent's complaint of stifled speech. Private entity is not ordinarily constrained by the First Amendment and often depends on government control over that space. And he gives this really great example. He says, for example, a government agency that leases a conference room in a hotel to hold a public hearing about a proposed regulation cannot kick participants out of the hotel simply because they express concerns about the new regulations. He says, but government officials who informally gather with constituents in a hotel bar can ask the hotel to remove a pesky patron who elbows into the gathering to loudly voice his views. The difference is that the government controls the space in the first scenario and the hotel, the latter. The fix, which is interesting, is government control. And that's what what Thomas is talking about. Do we now establish regulation? Do we, he says, much like with community utilities, a concentration gives some digital platforms enormous control over speech. So because these platforms control so much speech and the alternative is akin to, what did he say, swimming the Charles River and hiking the Oregon Trail, do we now transform these private platforms Into government regulated utilities so that they are now the majority of the control comes from government instead of private. See, right now, Twitter has more control than Trump. If we transform them into utilities, then Trump has more control than Twitter. And in that case, the First Amendment would matter. Now you're talking about government controlled speech platforms.
1: If I follow the argument. uh, Yeah, let me try the six year old summary of this. Um, The the antitrust logic Mm -hmm. here uh, is that these corporations have become so massive that they are essentially as powerful as government. And they are in essence, because of us being this this sort of commerce or this sphere mm-hmm. being gobbled up into a single place, specifically our free speech has now mm-hmm. come into this single place. Uh, they are almost like government or, or similar to government have the power then to to control what is supposed to be a, a, a first amendment protect a, a commodity protected from the government, but in this case, it's not government, it's something as powerful or m- more powerful than government. So then the antitrust uh logic is well, let, let's get in there and as government make it. Quasi-government mm-hmm. so that we will, you know, the constitutional protections will apply because because it's a private entity, then the constitutional protections don't apply. So it's like they can get away with murder. Mm-hmm. So the government says, well, they're so big that they can get away with murder and a lot of murder. Mm-hmm. So let's make them quasi-government so that we'd have a little bit of control over the uh, the, the typically protected part while also allowing them to still you know, be commercial and make money. That that sounds like the antitrust logic. Now, whether you agree with that is another story, but that's kind of seems like where the thought process goes in these cases, which is why it's a never ending argument.
0: Right. Because what happens is be
1: part government part. But that and that's why I say, which I've said before, um, I don't know that there are decent constitutional solutions without damaging your own private property rights. You're Mm -hmm. just you're dealing with evil people who have created a massive entity uh, to target their fellow human beings because of some disagreement that they don't like.
0: Well, the constitutional solution begins at the beginning.
1: It's morally criminal if it's not. Legally
0: correctly. Yeah, so the problem is the violation of the constitutional principles from the get-go. The, the very first act of government handing out grants to these people, handing out tax dollars to these people, handing out, uh you know, picking winners and losers by actually giving people money to make these platforms, plus then you have the... The interwoven agreements that you have with government to share the product that they create uh, for the government's own purposes, and you. So the there is a constitutional solution, but it has to happen in the beginning. That it cannot have. We we can't have government in private business. They picked the winner in this. There was no opportunity for. Uh, free market expression in this we will never know how the free market would have responded to this
1: well i think the free market is responding but and, and i would suggest that you could have a companies like these arise without any government uh aid
0: well and that's the point
1: so i'm just saying they could do they could be doing the same thing that I can't i can't imagine that makes it Okay, just because the government might not have paid them anything, they could still be evil people using their completely privately created company Mm -hmm. to target their fellow human beings and eradicate them from the public square. Uh, The the difficulty that people are having Mm -hmm. in this argument is then how do we do that uh, while at the same time protecting. you know, our own liberties for other, other businesses. Cause these are, I mean, these are essentially no different than, than any other Mm -hmm. business in theory. Right. They're just massively huge. Right. And the evil people in charge of these businesses are using them to target their fellow human beings because of political disagreement. And they are so massive, uh, that, that they're able to quash a, a very large portion, uh, of free exercise of communication. So, it clearly is a problem. And I, I don't I, I listen to Thomas and he he seems, uh, I, I guess, as I don't want to say clueless, but he doesn't seem to have any more solution uh, than I've heard from anybody else, except except uh, uh, well, at least as far as the government or some sort of legal solution. It, it still seems that we're in a place where other alternatives are going to have to arise and. You know, take over some of this space to give people their liberty back, um, and and that's happening. Thank God, and not soon enough.
0: Well, you know, the better solution in any of this situation is that the the federal antitrust laws are completely unconstitutional. There's sure. no authority for them, and I think you get a better solution by handling these types of things at the state and local level, because. You know, the the federal government has to operate law has to be has to have a broad brush and the bigger the government that applies the law, the broader the brush has to be. That's why the majority of the authority to create laws to uh, as Madison wrote in 45 to be involved in the ordinary course of affairs of the daily lives, the the property, the liberties, the lives of the people is reserved to the state and local government because then you can create laws that are more specific to the needs of the people. You can paint with a with a smaller brush. And so you have a bigger, a better opportunity to create better law instead of having the federal government do this. So that's problem number two. So problem number one is the federal government handing out money. Problem number two is the federal government painting with broad brushes where these things should be handled at the state and local levels. And there's never going to be a perfect solution to this. Uh, I'm I'm always going to be one that says any solution must involve less government rather than more government. And even the solution to this problem, we have to be looking for a solution that doesn't create more laws and more regulations and and those sort of things. I think that utilities ought to be privately owned, but you have then the problem of... uh, well, I don't know. The, the argument is, well, then the, the private companies become so big, then you can't afford electricity. Only elite can have electricity. But the interesting thing is when government is in control of, of utilities, I see that very same thing happening in the hands of wicked government as much as the hand of wicked corporation. But, but, but people have a greater due process control over private corporations than they do government because government always has immunity for this and, and they have deep pockets. You can sue the government. I mean, we, we talked about this yesterday about the government's, you know, when the gun, when you sue the government, you're paying for your lawyers and their lawyers at the same time, they don't ever have to worry about the cost of litigation. So I just, I think that
1: yeah. I, think, I wish
0: we had an opportunity to see something like that actually happen.
1: I think that's true in principle. But you also have I mean, but it's also very similar government and, you know, the the uber wealthy and these massive corporations, because yeah. if you know, if you're a billionaire in good standing, then you can pretty much buy your way out of it for the most part, unless you're. Uh, not in good standing, which is to <laughs> say, uh, you know, you're trying to be targeted by but the J- cabal.
0: JC, isn't that the same thing though? You get you, you a be you have good standing with whom? With government? Well, right? the, same group, the, same the same group, same group, the cabal that yeah,
1: the cabal that's driving us. Yeah. Because in reality, this is a problem that I see that Google and and all these folks are um, are extensions of. This The globalist cabal, I mean, they really are government actors. Uh, When you think about acting for the portion of government that's in ascendancy Mm -hmm. at the moment, you look while Trump was in office or running for office, they were essentially campaigning on behalf of of the Democrats against Trump. Uh, Now that Biden is in office, they're essentially working and campaigning on his behalf against uh, I mean, still, <laughs> still, mm-hmm. it's not Trump derangement syndrome. Now it's post Trump derangement <laughs> syndrome. They're still targeting yeah. uh, Trump supporters and still can still acting as an arm um, of the sitting government. Mm-hmm. It's 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 astounding to me. So it's just this sort of merging and intermingling of government power and corporatist power uh, at the behest of the globalist cabal uh, is is really the enemy. And so I think it it <clears throat> I think it makes, <clears throat> excuse me, these arguments difficult. Yes, because uh, you're not dealing with a straightforward uh, situation because it's really not the government acting. It's really not these corporations acting. The reality is it's it's this globalist cabal mm-hmm. with their agenda, and the government is their tool. And these corporatists are their tools. And so we're on one level talking about how do we deal with the corporation? How do we deal with the government? And neither of those are the primary actor. They are simply puppets right. of a larger agenda uh, of people who absolutely get away with murder and are never held accountable for their actions.
0: Yeah, it's it's just difficult when you look at The solution being offered is to make the Internet not just simply the Internet, but make these platforms government controlled space. I I think that underlines the point. Yeah. When you're taking into the point now that we're we're upset because Twitter and and. The Facebook and all them are attacking the quote unquote conservative viewpoint. Well, in reality, they're working on behalf of the government. We make these government controlled spaces. It'll always be that way. The kill switch will be a real thing in the hands of government. And so you go against anyone in government and everywhere. you so your your speech is going to be silenced. And creating and part this, of the
1: agenda, that's yeah. part of the broader agenda is right. to make us destroy our own liberty. When they is, create these boogeyman's and these, right. these, these, uh, complex, uh, crises. And that's
0: the right. point I'm trying to make right right now. We have a disagreement with Twitter and Facebook and YouTube and Instagram blocking the conservative thing. But right now, because this is not government controlled space, there is still an avenue for alternatives to pop up. You make this a government-controlled space, then everyone becomes government message. Right right now, in in as little as a free market as we have left, you we are we know for a fact there are alternatives to this coming, but you create this as 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 Thomas is musing, when platforms, unilateral control is reduced, a government official's account becomes to better resemble government-controlled space, right? You make these platforms government-controlled space, and then every platform becomes government-approved message. So whoever's in power, there's no avenue for a private conservative alternative to come out. Yeah,
1: I, I think that's part of the scheme. Uh, to, you know, when you get everybody clamoring for the government protection, the right. government defense, and then, you know, because, we, oh, well, this is the bad guy. Just like, you know, you look back at all the monopolies and the antitrust busting Rockefeller mm-hmm. and all this sort of stuff. I mean,
0: <laughs> at th- got richer when they right. busted it's them. It's a great so. <laughs>
1: example. You look at how they busted up the, the uh, Ma Bell mm-hmm. monopoly mm-hmm. Uh, and they became larger. I mean, they're yes. just there's are they're smaller constituents. They broke them up in little parts. Those little parts became massively wealthy, exercising huge amounts of control. And then the original Mob Bell parent company began buying uh, back the former subsidiaries uh, and is now larger than they ever were before the antitrust breakup. Right. And so that's kind of the thing, you know, this stuff like Twitter and you almost want to think like, I, I can picture sort of the cabal saying, OK, you know, we build these big platforms, blah, blah, blah. Now go target all the conservative speech. The conservatives will start crying for government help and intervention. And then once they do, then we set the precedent of, you know, controlling uh, any sort of speech platform in the public arena through right. government. Right. And and then we'll have it. So they they create the problem. We we beg for their solution and then they come in and we lose more of our private property rights and control over our own own business. So I'm thankful for
0: for the net neutrality that they've been fighting against for years.
1: Yeah. So I'm thankful for all the clever people out there now working on alternative platforms and and things like that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we really, they really need to, what sort of makes me nervous is to hear um, Justice Thomas begin to inject this conversation into the Supreme court level. And, and I, I say to myself, man, hurry up, guys, create these alternate platforms. Right. Let's get on there and get yes. these things thriving, because obviously it, it, it almost seems to signal like they're running out of time. They're missing their right. window of right. opportunity right. to to gain control, because rather than uh, rather than keep complaining, we're starting to create solutions. Right. And they don't want that. They want. They want us to beg for their solution.
0: Right. And the solution has to be free market based because when I just, this, this statement that he makes government controlled space, that should make your blood run cold. It
1: is kind of scary.
0: Government controlled space. And, and that's the solution that they, that he's pointing at. And He's the conservative, so now you got conservative yep. justice. To be like, we need government-controlled space through the uh, antitrust laws, and the same thing that allows us to regulate electricity because of its essential need. Freedom of speech is just as essential as electricity, so we need to be able to regulate these platforms. You, you know,
1: I think to, that's bone-chilling
0: to, to me. People to go
1: back to go back to what we're saying. I, I think another another part of this approach and, and how they basically, you know, you, the government and these big corporations team up and they start abusing people. And then we sit on the sidelines and, and, you know, beg for the government intervention. It kind of stifles the creativity too.
0: Mm-hmm. Like for
1: the longest time, I can't, yeah. I mean, this is not right now, but for so long, we just kept hearing people say, you know, we need we need our own version of Twitter. We need something else, something else, something else. And you just saw nothing, right? And it it's almost like it slowed down when President Trump got in,
0: right? Trump slump. And Watch out, Trump slump.
1: So, so now after it seems like after uh, after the election and then after January sixth, <clears throat> man, it's really kicked in a high gear of people mm-hmm. really getting serious. And we saw how uh, you know you saw sort of the evolution of it where Parler was trying to do what they were trying to build what they were building Mm -hmm. yet all of their infrastructure was on top of all of these globalist uh, corporations that were part of the agenda. And so they could not make it successful. And and so it then went even another step saying, oh, well, wait a minute, we need our own version of, you know, Amazon cloud services. We need our own server farms. We need, you know, we need every, everything that's an alternative um, to, to their system to get out from under their control. So, uh, so I guess the, the, the point here, I would say we lost our host, we lost our primary host. Uh, so anyway, back to the, to Thomas, um, I, I I don't look, I I don't think the solution, um, I don't think we should be looking for the solution at the Supreme court. I don't know that, uh, I don't know any of that that is the is the good idea Uh, in the government creating the solutions. The government was already this, you know, Section 230 protections. I mean, it's always back and forth. It's never a good. It's never they never help us uh, fix this problem. So but we talked about we've talked about um, Isagoria Media, um, the stuff Ben Swan is working on, the stuff Frank is working on. Um, uh, We know, you know, we talked about the meeting we were at the other day with, Really smart, technical people create an alternative to to so many of these things, not just social media platforms, but um, stuff that's going to be even bigger than that and and not too soon. So we, we have to we have to get out. Uh, we have to disentangle ourselves uh, from these folks. That's the bottom line, because the there is no. I I don't know that there is a a government solution, a legal solution to what we're dealing with. These are these are evil people. They're evil people. They're anti people. Um, I believe these global corporations that we're talking about are an existential threat to humanity. Uh, These people are not like us. They have decided to leverage their wealth and the power that they've amassed uh, through commerce to target their fellow human beings for essentially extermination, either either uh, metaphorically or in some cases, quite literally, where you have people talking about uh drone assassinations against people with whom they have political disagreements. This is what this is how these people think. There is no constitutional solution for that. Uh, That is that is a heart issue. That is a moral issue. They're evil people, Uh, people that think like you and I think, you know, we we say, hey, let's get the facts out there. Let's have a discussion. Let's argue these principles and, um, you know, let's see let the best ideas win. They don't think that way. They want to silence you. They want you to mm-hmm. cease to exist. They want to eradicate your very remembrance from the face of the planet. And so uh, these are evil people. And and, and I, so government has no solution uh, for that issue. And I, I, I think in general, anything that they're going to try to do with that would be, Would not be helpful, and so we have to. It has to be at the individual people level. We disentangle ourselves from these folks. We create. We get out. We get out from under their control. One by not by not feeding their system, and at this point, it's very difficult to do. We're not going to be able to do that unless we create alternatives, and we have to do it. You
0: know, you had mentioned earlier how. The the complaining really sort of <laughs> thwarted future efforts. People got locked in to, to grumbling and mumbling and woe is me and somebody needs to do something about this. Well, we're seeing a very similar thing in uh, the s- solution of the elections. You still have people out there trying to say, uh, will Donald Trump – we people go, do you think it's still possible for Donald Trump to be president of the United States? Are we going to overturn this election? There was fraud in this election and people complaining about the fraud in the election. Hello, we know it wasn't the way it was supposed to go. It, there was plenty of evidence of fraud. There was plenty of evidence of misconduct. But at this point, it, it, we have to be productive by not complaining and wishing and hoping and seeking when we should be looking for solutions. And that's what you're talking about. We are now running out of time for these alternative platforms, and we're going to end up cutting off our nose despite our own face.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't say we're running out of time. Well, but I, I would say they feel like they they're – yeah. Their their window is closing. I mean, well, they, but they move they move so far so fast that they kind of woke a lot of people up, yeah, and, and caused people to move towards solutions. I don't but think- if we
0: start having, I'm my hope is that we see these platforms, these alternatives come out before the message gets. To before another case gets to the Supreme Court, and we really start creating these as government-controlled platforms. Yeah, because like that's talking about.
1: yeah, because that's the interesting thing now that now that you have a lot of alternative platforms. I mean, just just the fact somebody mentioned about you know having how you even get on the internet. I mean, we're talking to we're talking to people with technologies that yes. bypass even that. Yeah,
0: there um, there is technology to even bypass so, the internet thing.
1: So so then if you know, I, I think when you're saying what you're, you're saying, that brings up a point, uh, if we go ahead and rush into, Oh, we have to, we've got to, we, we need the government to take control of these spaces and regulate mm-hmm. these spaces. Then once the alternatives come online, that they can't, they can't shut them down mm-hmm. by Amazon turning off their servers cause they're not on Amazon. Well, right. now they're going to be under the control of the government and the government can now say, you know, you're not a legitimate, you're not it, it, in legitimate activity and, you know, have control over these new alternatives. So mm-hmm. I think that's where the danger is. So where are we're, 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 saying, well, this is public space and all our, all our information is out there and we need our information to be protected. Um, so that argument invites the government to take control of the entire space. So then when the alternatives come online, uh, now the government's going to be in control of them, just like they, I mean, they are, this is the thing they're already secretly in control of Twitter and Facebook and, and, you know, all that stuff, because they simply are operating as a surrogate for the government, the sitting government at this point.
0: You know, the last thing that I want to mention about this case today is a very interesting thing that Thomas says. And I, I made note of this because I think this actually has a very, very broad application. So he says Uh, Although a private entity is not ordinarily constrained by the First Amendment, that private entity is constrained if the government coerces or induces it to take action, the government itself would not be permitted to do such a censor expression of unlawful viewpoint. The government cannot accomplish through threats of adverse government action what the Constitution prohibits it from doing directly. And my mind is thinking how many applications is this, right? There are so many things that our government is, you they're weaponizing businesses against the American people because they know they don't have the authority to do it on their own. Right, And the application of this one statement is, is absolutely huge. So what would be interesting is, How is the government inducing this behavior out of Twitter? How is the government inducing this behavior out of Facebook? But more uh, in in other aspects, how is the government inducing private business to force people to have vaccinations? How is government in coercing bright private businesses to shut down when they don't have the authority to shut down the governments don't have the authority to shut down them. So, so much in this statement, is just so uh, yeah, rich that, in that.
1: Yeah, that goes. And that to me goes back to the, the dominoes, you know, because there's so many sort of prior causes where we unplugged, we allowed the government, mm-hmm. we, we allowed first off the infiltration of our educational system, control of our educational mm-hmm. system. We've given our kids over to this globalist um, anti-liberty, anti-people agenda. And so they filled their ranks with army of useful idiots. I mean, so it all, it goes back to earlier and earlier causes where we neglected our duty. Right. And, you you don't have you don't have to have a situation where government is inducing to use your word anybody to Mm -hmm. do anything. They act in concert.
0: That's actually Thomas's word.
1: (laughs) They act in concert because they were programmed by the same agenda. So I Mm -hmm. don't I don't have to have two entities communicating if those two entities believe the same thing and are and are working in concert to the same goal.
0: It would be so that's that's
1: when we've turned over our local governments, mm-hmm. our state governments, our educational system, uh, you know, and then we allowed those institutions to feed the people creating the technologies, running the media company. So now it's this vast army working at the behest of the globalist agenda because they all have been brainwashed and programmed to march to the beat of the same drum. So this is this is why I say they are. An existential threat to humanity. Their agenda is is evil, anti-human being. Uh, right. It is clothed in this pretense of compassion and and e- equality. Now they're being uh, a little more um, a little more honest. They don't even say equality anymore. They say equity. Equity is not equality. <laughs> Equity specifically refers to I take your stuff away from you. Right. And pass it out to someone else. Right. And so, uh, you know, they they've built this machine to the point that now it's it's so bold and they're so in your face and they so blatantly. I mean, that you can have someone stand up who is an elected official in this country and utter the words in public that drones should be used to assassinate fellow Americans for political disagreements. Mm -hmm. That's how big the army is. That's how deep their claws are. That's how far this thing has gone Mm -hmm. where they feel they are so powerful that they can openly say that kind of thing. No, and the majority of people don't bat an eye. In fact, there's millions of people cheer Cheer a person like that, saying they want to yeah. murder their fellow Americans, while at the same time, the very same people are pearl clutching about folks trespassing uh, in the U.S. Capitol building, yeah. while cheering a sitting Congressperson calling for the assassination, the murder of fellow Americans. Right. So this—that is the sickness. Of the brainwashing mm-hmm. that's happening in our education system, and this is the this is the vastness of the army that they've built. This is what we're fighting against. There is, there is no there is no magic constitutional amendment, constitutional convention, uh, Supreme Court decision, or legislative act that can deal with that problem. Yeah. this starts with we, the people, as individuals uh, working. I mean, at the grassroots level, right right where you are. Um, And and, I mean, fighting this thing tooth and nail in every way possible. You
0: know, and it goes down back to the very basic definition of liberty. What is liberty? Liberty is not freedom, freedom alone to do whatever you want to do, regardless of how that hurts people. Liberty is freedom plus morality. Liberty can only exist, JC, when people are responsible enough to self-govern. When we when we. As as Samuel Adams said, when we become universally ignorant and debauched in our manners, when we are no longer self-governing is why we need government to govern. And the more immoral society becomes, the more laws uh, are demanded to compensate for the, immoral, the immorality, the lack of self-governance of the people. But the interesting thing is, is it really is a sort of negative feedback loop. And Bastiat, I know Bernie talked about this, Bastiat's The Law describes this, is that when you get so many laws that it's not even possible to comply with the laws, what that actually does is it sears the conscience of the people and it makes laws unrespectable. So when people stop respecting laws, then chaos breaks out because there's just so many. And so then the answer is chaos. We need more laws. More laws means I'm not following them. I don't respect them. And you keep in this chaotic situation where government control is the power.
1: Well... Um I have to keep saying I'm I'm thankful for these people that are working on solutions. I'm thankful yeah. that I'm aware of them. Yeah. Um. Because if I were not, uh, I, it would be a, it would be a bad mental space to be yeah. in uh, at and, this present. And the moment.
0: solutions are absolutely privately centered, local and state government centered. We don't need more federal government. We don't need more federal regulations and good God people. We don't need government-controlled social media platforms. We don't need that. That's uh, because you're not, because the bottom line is you're not going to have, oh, this is government controlled platform. This is not. When you create these regulations, every platform will be government-controlled. Yeah,
1: it's it's not like they're gonna protect you any better than they're doing now. These people yeah. work on their behalf. We yeah. want the government to come in to fix this. They're working on behalf of the government. Yeah. Give me a break. So yeah. it's this not going that's not least, gonna be the solution. It, so, it, yeah,
0: and at least at this point, without the government regulations, we have the avenue to create the alternative platform. Yeah, and, and I, that's the solution.
1: And I I yeah, and not praise God, not not soon enough, because every day I wrestle with uh, with having these social media accounts right uh, yeah. of, of being there and mm-hmm. my presence somehow contributing right to these companies uh, while at the same time realizing I can sp- I can spread you know truth mm-hmm. to anybody who would listen for the time being on those platforms. And so I wrestle with that every day mm-hmm. uh, I I don't want to be on any of. Them. I want to go right now and close down Facebook youtube instagram (laughs) all of it i mean i do every every single day i wake up and i wrestle with i mean i i'm looking at the app saying you know deactivate uh close the account i I mean every day i'm looking (laughs) at that Uh, so i'm ready for these alternatives to take hold um because i i don't want i i my conscience is bothered yeah by thinking that i'm somehow uh, somehow supporting these people?
0: Well, tomorrow's show, you're going to have to tune in for tomorrow's show. It's going to make JC's veins bulge. Oh, you're going to get to hear him rant uh, in a beautiful way. So uh, he doesn't know yet, but you're going to have to tune in tomorrow because this is something that's really, really important. And it's high on JC's totem pole for this. So we we, we as parents and we as as People in in communities need to get control of what's happening in this situation. So, well, join us tomorrow for I, sure. I
1: have to say, I'm I'm thankful for my faith.
0: Uh, yes, <laughs> I'm
1: glad that I'm uh, rooted in Christ. Yes, because
0: in
1: in in this context, I am in I am in a very precarious mental space every mm-hmm. day because mm-hmm. uh, I I have. I really have no tolerance um, for what's happening and what what's what we see. Uh, and I'm grateful. On the horizon.
0: I am grateful. So I'm grateful. I'm thankful for the
1: solutions that yeah. are coming. And Keep I'm it grateful up, guys.
0: to be rooted as well. But I'm also grateful that we are surrounded by people who who believe as we believe, who are who are rooted as we are rooted. But I'm also grateful that the Lord has been gracious enough to pull back the curtain for us.
1: Yeah. If I knew, yeah, if I knew how to create a global EMP blast, yeah, that would be, that would be great.
0: Hypothetically speaking.
1: Hypothetically speaking.
0: Well, thank you so much guys for joining us today. Uh, We, we appreciate your love and your support. Make sure that you share, make sure you like, make sure you subscribe Do all those great things and get this message out. This is a conversation that we need to be having and these are the difficult ones. Uh, You won't get this on your regular talk shows and you won't get this on your regular platforms because nobody wants to take as much time as it needs to deal with these issues. But that's why we're here. We're a teach show and not a talk show. We are liberty over security principle over party and truth over your favorite personality. Thank you so much for joining us. God bless.